and welcome to another episode of Lex Education. It's kind of another episode, it's kind of an episode we've already done. You didn't hear it because these glorious fingers deleted it. So here we are, redoing! Hooray! It's the Comedy Science Podcast where comedian and deleter me tries to learn science from her non-deleted brother Ron. It's Ron. Hi, Ron. How's it going? Oh, mate, I'm having a right day. How are you? I'm I'm having the longest week of my life, I think. Oh, really? Why is it so long? I just have been doing bits, bits and bobs, you know. Like, uh, I went to Manchester Monday afternoon, and I had an evening there, and then I came back Tuesday afternoon. Um, and then I did have a chill Tuesday. No, but then I was working on my secret project Tuesday afternoon. So then that was a whole thing. And then on Wednesday, I had work. But then I went and did um, band practice afterwards. But we were in a new music studio. So that was a whole thing right out in the sticks. And then, um, yeah, today I picked up a sofa over lunch. And then I went and worked from a friend's house for a bit just to say hi to them. And then I realized I'd forgotten my microphone. So I had to come home. And now I'm recording this here. But then I've got to go back there and play D&D and then tomorrow I've got work but then I've got Winal afterwards and then on Saturday I'm getting a tattoo with a friend and then I don't have any plans on Saturday. Evening. So that'll be good. You can have a rest. Oh no, I don't like to rest. You can play your video games. I might play my video games. Yeah. Ugh, Lana's going country. I love country music. Ugh, I love Lana Del Rey but I do not love country music. Oh, Ron, it's the greatest kind of music. No, and you don't believe that. <laughs> no, but I do like country music. I do I do quite like it. Why are you having um, an absolute mare of a day then, Laura? Oh, there's been a lot of stuff that's not podcast-friendly to talk about that's just been stressful. But t- topical for what we've been covering in science lately, Ron, today I had not only had the contraceptive implant put in, but I had a coil removed. So my body's just had some trauma today, you know? Yeah, Nothing coils major. are bleak. Oh, my God, it hurts so much. <laughs> like, I'd kind of forgotten how much it hurt having it taken out because it's all overshadowed by how much it hurts having it put in, mm. which is agony. It's the worst physical pain I've ever been in, having it put in. But having it out isn't very nice either. But here's the thing, right? And this isn't getting at this woman because I don't think... You know, I, this is not getting at this woman. But basically... As, as they remove the, the coil, right, so they put the speculum in, they find your cervix, and then they locate the little strings that dangle out, and then they, they pull it out, and the arms of the coil, like, retract, so it comes out much easier than it goes in. You don't have to, like, clip the cervix. But she said to me, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, one, two, three, and then I want you to cough, and I'm going to pull it out, and you help cough it out, right? And then she said, but not a little girly cough, like a proper cough, cough, you know? And it really made me go, there's no way you think women are weak because we're literally here just on a random Thursday afternoon, completely unpainkillered, removing this. And we've had a chat about how much they hurt to put in and what women go through. Don't call it a little girly cough. And, And I don't think she meant it. This isn't, like I say, it's not me having a go at her. It's more me having a go at that kind of insidious language that just creeps in, even when people don't think they're being that person. And I'm sure I do it all the time, like ableist language or like slightly Mm. like verging on racist language in places, like things that just creep in, that just, 
it's infuriating being in that situation where you're like, hang on a minute, there's nothing girly about, like, softness or weakness. Like, there are two people in my sexual relationship and I'm the one here, like, lubed up with a woman in my nether bits, getting a, like, two-inch coil of copper pulled out. Thank you very much. Wrong word, lady. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder whether... um... The people that do that stuff every day get a bit desensitized to how horrible it is. I remember being there with an ex when she was getting it taken out. And, like, um, they kept on asking me, like, they wanted me to leave the room. And then she had to say, like, a bunch of times, like, no, I've I've asked him to be here because this is horrible. And, like, yeah. I want to hold someone's hand. But, like, yeah, they were like, it's not allowed because, like, they think often, uh, I think it was like a thing. That you're like, coercive, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just like, nah, nah, like, uh, trust me, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the first nurse, so I had the implant put in first of all. And that nurse was all like going, she was saying, oh, um, she did a, a, a day's work in the vasectomy clinic or something and she was talking about how men's pain thresholds are much lower and like the reaction that men have the, to the vasectomy and I'm, I don't know what that entails particularly so maybe it does just hurt more but it was like you've literally had like local anaesthetic my arm cut open a little bit of pipe stuck in there and then that just glued back up and then like procedure down below just and then got the bus home you know as far as I'm aware because I do have friends that have had a vasectomy um, cause you're, you can't feel the coil now, or like where it came out now, right? Yeah, it does hurt cause it, yeah. because it aggravates your cervix, you then get internal cramping. Uh, well, um, I think the recovery from vasectomy is much harder. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that bad, but I think it's several days of kind of like an achy throbbing kind of. Yeah. Rah. I think reaction but, to coil being removed varies quite a lot. Yeah. But I think a vasectomy basically is like keyhole surgery these days, like yeah. a very small incision. and just they can pew, reverse pew. it now, can't they? I think they always could. Oh, right. Yeah. But it's just probably less, yeah, less fast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's been my day. But my coffee table arrived today, Ron. I saw the pictures in the in the family WhatsApp. I'm so happy with it. I treated myself to a brand new coffee table. I went to a Christmas fair with older sister of the podcast and they had these amazing resin pour tables and then I like idled onto their website and I just saw I send a query through the website and see you know what a quote would be and then he happened he said oh this would be a quote and I was like nah that's a bit much can't spend that on a coffee table I've literally got a one-year-old that's a stupid <laughs> idea and then he said but we've got this one that's sort of ready made that we made for something else that's not needed so I could do it quite a lot cheaper because it's already made do you want it and it was perfect for the artwork that we have in our um, living room and so I thought you know what I'm going to do it I'm going to get myself a fancy grown up coffee table and I'm so happy with it amazing it's a bit smaller than the old one too which I'm very pleased about yeah that one was good big. good size, but yeah, it does really dominate that bit of the room. Yeah, yeah, this one's a bit smaller. Also, Ron, at the time people are listening to this, my tour tickets are on sale. Ooh. Isn't that exciting? Do you know where you're playing in Bristol yet? Or is that... Well, I find that out when it goes on sale. Do I know? Well, it will be announced by now, so I can say it here, and it's absolutely fine. Is it Chop the Chop? Mm, that doesn't sound familiar. Let me find the email from the lady that does this bit. Where is her name? She literally emailed it to me yesterday. There it is. New budget. 
Oh, Ron, you'd love the spreadsheet of my budget. I probably would. Uh, Bristol, the Alma Theatre. Where's that? Let's have a look, Ron. Because also, in the spreadsheet, it says I don't need a hotel because I will be staying with my brother. Oh, will you now? Okay. Yes, I will. Ha, ha, ha. Ron, it is near Clifton Down Station. Oh, up in Clifton. Oh, lovely. We could get a cocktail. Lovely. I presume you won't have the small. Mm, probably not. I'll leave her with mum and dad. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. should have fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, and mean, the Bristol yeah, date, Ron, put it in your diary now, is Friday the 22nd of November. Oh, you said it was in March. No, I didn't. I'm coming to gig in Bristol in March. Oh, yeah. But that's that's why I'm That's what I'm asking about. Why? That's not as exciting as my tour. Well, because that's next month, so I'd like to plan it. Oh. Um, (laughs) Whereas this is in fucking November. (laughs) Yeah, but it's my tour, Ron! Uh. Um, The show that I'm doing next Hang on, I'm putting this one in the calendar now. Is at the Bristol Beacon on Trenchard Street. Yeah, playing at the Beacon. What does... The Bristol Beacon. That's the Colston Hall. That's a huge oh, venue. Yeah. Don't call it that, Ron. Well, no, I didn't. Then. I called it its preferred name, but you're just like, oh, name it after a slaver. Go on. I didn't say it was Colston Hall. I yeah, said but, Bristol Beacon. Yeah, but you didn't know where I was talking about until I referenced a white man. No. Yeah. They are the landmarks of history. <laughs> is that what... Is that... Oh, is that there, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm playing there on the 19th of March. Nice. All right, the yeah. November one's in the calendar too. While we're doing calendar chat, why mm-hmm. didn't you tell me that we're not doing your daughter's birthday party on her birthday? I did. No, you didn't. I did. I told you it's on the weekend. No, you didn't. Why does that matter? Well, because I've got stuff on that weekend. Okay, well, come in the week then, or don't come at all. I don't care. Well, I was going to be there on the day. Well, come on the day then. That's fine. Is that fine? Yeah, but it will be just you and Mum. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, let me move heaven and earth. I Um, swear I told you we were doing it the week. No, I even searched our messages to look for where you told me a date, but um, it must have just been cross wires because I've been saying the whole time, oh, I'll be there, and then um, you've communicated with um, other people about it, so I think we've both just assumed... Ah, yeah, soz. Um, but, hey, if you come in the week, that that's fine. Yeah, or... I'm, I'm going to come in the week. Um, I'll take the day off so I can spend a day with you guys. Um, I'm going to... Tom's away, so it'll be just me, you and Mum. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going... Uh, we're going... Uh, me, um, sports correspondent Max and friend of the podcast Noah um, are going to go get uh, measured for suits for sports Ooh, correspondent for the Max's wedding. wedding. Yeah. Exactly. That's very exciting. Isn't it? Yeah. You're going to be so handsome, Ron. I am. I've been going to the gym so much. I haven't. Like four or five times a week. Whoa, Ron, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm really strong now. I do like um, chest presses with like separate weights in each side. Guess how much in each hand? Hmm, what would you be doing? 20s? Oh no, only 17 and a half. That's still a lot. 17 and a half's big, man. Yeah. 
I do seven and a half. So I think I could go up to ten, but I don't have any tens. I do tens for my bicep curls now. Yeah, I'm doing seven and a half on my flies now, but they are quite heavy for me to do flies with. Today, everything hurts under here because I did those yesterday. Nice, yeah. Look at us, Ron. We're just buff siblings talking science. Have you ever... Uh, you haven't watched Rick and Morty, have you? No. There's a bit where, like, the resolution to one episode is they're wronged by someone, so they just get really buff and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. It's Maybe back when it was good. we should do that to all the people that are spam marketing us about our podcast. Yeah, that guy needs to take his emails and slide them up his hole. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he emailing us so much? The one guy that's obsessed with our YouTube following, he's the one that I really want to fuck off. I'm like, yeah. have you seen the guys that are in YouTube, mate? I have no interest in partying there. I put the videos there. That's enough. Leave me alone. I just want, I, I want a marketing thing like that that's like no win, no fee. Like, if, if like sure, we'll use you. Deliver what you said you can and then well, we'll pay you. one of them was offering that, Ron. Were they? Yeah. Well, maybe we should take them up on it. Why not? That seems... Ugh, you can deal with that. I don't want to. I probably won't. Yeah, me neither. The thing is, I want my stuff to be successful, but I also don't want to listen to any advice on how to do that or have anyone else involved. So Yeah, I strongly that, that... believe that I do things right and one yeah. day the world will realise. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. That's definitely how I feel. I just think I make a nice thing well. And, do you know um, where we get that from? Dad. Yeah. Hey, whose Patreon episode is out, by the way. Oh, that was a lovely, lovely little bit. sailing chat with Agony Dad. That was a lovely You can app. watch him in a video and watch three faces have exactly the same facial expressions God, for 40 when it, minutes. When it lined us up, it genuinely looked like uh, like a slot machine was getting a weird payout. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same picture. <laughs> Um, yeah, so listen, it is a redo episode today because old chonk fingers over here just deleted three episodes. You've heard one of them. We've already redone it. Thing is with this one, though, Ron, is this one, we actually got through quite a lot of content. So maybe we could just do that content and then move on a bit, you know? Um, what, what episode is this? Identification of Common Gases. Oh. Squeaky pop. Squeaky pop. Yeah. We did really um, well in this one. Well, it's so simple, man. Yeah, so we could maybe add some to what was in it originally, you know? Go a bit further. And I get why you're saying that, because that feels like we haven't um, lost time. But we need to bank episodes, not syllabus. This isn't a race to the end of the syllabus. No, 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 I know, I know. I was just saying... Let's be smart, smart dweebs. You are a smart dweeb. Um, all right, identificate. Are we done with intro? It feels like we usually have more. Buy a tea it was towel. Fifteen minutes. Have oh. we been oh, talking yes. for fifteen minutes? Yeah, we oh. haven't spoken much lately. Nah, because you've been doing that whole single mum thing, and that's oh a drag. And yeah. yeah. Do you know what's really stupid though? You know, do you ever have days where you just? Of course you do. But you know those days where you just hate yourself. Oh yeah. I. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Look at I've you. Met you <laughs> what am I thinking? But I, uh, I, I had a whole week of solo parenting, and like I know some people are single parents, and then I take. Not just my hat, I take my scalp off to you because fuck me, it is excruciating. It's so exhausting. And then he got home 
And then, like, I've spent two days kind of annoyed at him being back because I had my systems down for how I got this done on my own. And now he's interfering and he has as much right as me to do all the things and now I'm like God will you ever be happy woman you can't spend a week like counting the seconds to him coming back and then have him walk in the door and go no hang on a minute you can't also have autonomy over your own home and daughter just because you're back I, it's it's infuriating to be me yeah but anyway do you know a weird thing that I've started doing that's really improved my mental health I've just, if you say drinking water, I am going to come through the screen and smack you about the head with your own headphones. No, but it's similarly um, pompous. Um, I'd, I've, I've cut out, like, sugary treats, like chocolate and sweets and stuff. And I just... I think it was, like, just having, like, little sugar crashes after mm. that. And, like, it's, it's been great for, my like, everything. I think I'd rather be sad than not have chocolate anymore. Had a little tiny boost last night. It was really nice. And you're saying that you were really cross at Tom a bit after that way? No, no. I was cross to Tom I was cross to Tom today in the daytime. I was just cross. <sighs> right, identification of common gases. Laura, do you remember what the uh test for hydrogen was? It's a squeaky pop, Ron. You have you have a test tube or a little bunker of of a gas, perhaps, and you get a glowing ember of a flame, and you pop it in the receptacle, and if it goes squeaky pop, then it's hydrogen. Yeah, it's got a whoop kind of sound. Whoop. Uh, whoop. Yeah, there yeah. it is, hydrogen family. <laughs> nice. Uh, can you remember what the test for oxygen was? Um, you take a little burning ember of a stick and you oh look at the just oh a little orange glow at the end of the lolly stick and you put it in the beaker and if it bursts into flame again as if by a Jesus magic trick, then it is oxygen. Oh, indeed, that's the one. Can you remember the test for carbon dioxide? No, but my notepad can run. It's um, lime water, aqueous solution, calcium hydroxide. Yep, Put lime water in, and if you shake it, and if it goes cloudy, there's carbon dioxide. Yeah, so it's milky in the syllabus, but yes, essentially. Milky! Yes. Um, and finally, Laura, can you remember what the test for chlorine was? You put litmus paper in, and if it goes white, chlorine. Yep! And that's the episode. See, we can go further. That's what I was saying, Ron. Because I've got space in the notebook too because my episode 88 notes is just the word magnets. Yeah, because we... I can't believe you fucking deleted that episode, man. I'm so angry. (laughs) Two things, listener. I think we might have already discussed this. Laura said the most idiotic thing she's ever said, proving she has the brain of Wiley e. Coyote. Um, and it I did a, a bunch of... It re- stupid that I kind of knew was no, stupid. No, that was Laura Reindeer levels of lifelong stupid. <laughs> um, and I did a bunch of really fun fake ad reads. Um, yeah. Yeah. I said you could do them again and you just said, no, don't want to. Well, yeah, because the magic was you didn't know what was happening. Yeah, that's true. 
But um, hey, do it again sometimes, and then I won't know either. Yeah, I'm going to be honest though, Lester. It didn't go down quite as well as I thought it would until the last one. Laura loved the one where I did an advert for squids. <laughs> Just um, do another one, mate. I will, but like, you know, it can't. Look, do it. I'm sorry I deleted them. Can you not make me feel even more guilty about having deleted it? Oh, no, I love the fact that you've deleted episodes because it really absolves quite a lot of my sloth-based sins when it comes to the podcast. (laughs) Because while I haven't done stuff, I've also never just deleted hours and hours and weeks of content. Well, I have. And it's very (laughs) stressful. Four times. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Here's an old man thing that I've started doing, Laura. It's because the Mac is always telling me to buy more storage. And I was like, fuck you, I don't need more storage. And so I was clearing up space so that it was rabbiting on me about storage. (sighs) Here's a thing that I've started doing. I don't know how you feel about this. You'll either think that I'm a freaky weirdo or you'll be really on board. I've started just drinking out of a thermos all the time for my tea. Not a Stanley one, Ron. They're full of lead. No, this one's by a company called Elephant Box. Oh. Elephant Box. For when you want to drink in the room. Um, yeah. Think and outside the elephant in the room box. There's something there. Um uh, see, what I pictured was, like, everybody in a cricket locker room and everybody else has got normal boxes and then there's just a massive dong shield. Yeah, I don't get why it's called Elephant Box because it's not that big. I think it's because you can... I think it does say... Like, they try and pitch it as it's a thermos, but you can also take food in it if you, like, had a hot meal that you wanted to transport. Yeah, but then I think next time you have a cup of tea, you're like, ugh, where does yeah. this taste like paella? But anyway, yeah, I've started just drinking out of a thermos all the time because then my tea's just hot for hours. It's great. Mm. I looked into buying a little um, um, flat thing that heats your mug, like a little heat plate that goes under your mug and keeps your tea hot. Oh, just get a thermos. No, I don't want a thermos because I'm very choosy about the receptacle that I have my tea out of. I have specific uh, mugs that I like. You have to let go of that if you live with five blokes. No, I never I have will. some really nice mugs um, and I never get to use them. You got me one for Christmas. I think I've only used it once since I got back to got back from Christmas. Why? Because of the reason that I just said, because other people What, those are bitches it. keep taking your mug? Yeah. Keep we... it in your room. Put a sign on it. No, we share everything. No, not the mug I got you for Christmas. Yeah. No. Yeah. Although no. I, I will get to use it more now because I've finally bought myself some fruity teas. I've got a cherry one that tastes Didn't like... buy them a fucking mug for Christmas. Oh, that reminds me. I thought about what I'm going to get you for Christmas this year. Oh, exciting. A note. Yeah. I had such a good time with Nephew of the Podcast at the Rugby. Yeah? Yeah. He's a cutie. He is. He is a cutie. I um I went through all my photos from last year yesterday to make a photo album, like a printed off one, and um found where I took him out for his day for Christmas. I took him to the Wild Place project in Bristol last year. Oh, we should found go a there. Little photos I've of never us. been. Oh, it's really good. You should go there. Yeah. Um Anyway, so 5.9, Laura. Mm-hmm. Chemistry of the atmosphere. Ooh. 
That feels like an album title. Um, yeah, yeah, like but like a U two album. Uh yeah, I was thinking Coldplay. Yeah, same kind of naff. Yeah. Um, right, I've not even read ahead to be honest. Um, Red Ahead! That sounds like an album title, but for, like, Mike, Mick Hucknall. <laughs> yes, Ron, it's very good. I was trying to think of a famous ginger at the time, but all I could think of was Demelza from Poldark, which is a weird reference because I don't think anybody else is re-watching Poldark at the moment, or Eleanor Morton, who I'm sure a lot of our listeners would know because they're online like we are, but it yeah. didn't feel mainstream enough. Yeah, Mick like- Hucknall was great, Ron. Yeah, well, I almost said Simply Red, obviously the band that Mick Hucknall was in, but then mm-hmm. that didn't work quite as well. Um, no. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it says in the syllabus verbatim, Laura, um, mm-hmm. the Earth's atmosphere is dynamic and forever changing. Just the, like me! The causes of these changes are sometimes man-made and sometimes part of many natural cycles, just like you! Scientists use very complex software to predict weather and climate changes as there are many variables that can influence this. This doesn't pertain to you. Such as volcanoes? Yep. Here's the thing, Ron. I'm hoping a volcano will go off, real big one, and the ash will, like, help reduce the effects of climate change by blocking out the sun a bit. So I've been listening to a podcast recently called The Common Descent Podcast, um, which, big up, it's really, really good if you're an evolution nerd like myself. If you have enjoyed our reindeer episode or the episode we did about elves, um, you'd really like their October stuff. They do Halloween specials, just like all the good podcasts do. Um, They do something called Spooculative Evolution, and then they, like, work out how, like, loads of different cryptids would have um, come out. I've not listened to any of those because I am not in it for that nonsense. I am in it for, like, the dry, nerdy episodes in between. Um, uh, Undermining my own point there. Um, But um, what was I saying? I think you have to have a point in order to be able to undermine it. No, like my point of, um, oh, Halloween episodes are good. Yeah, but you don't listen to them. I don't listen to theirs. I love Tim and Tom's ones. Oh, Tim and Tom. I love those boys. I love those boys. How you doing, boys? They don't listen. Um, uh, Why was I talking about... Oh, yeah, so I've been listening to Common Descent Podcast. They did one, one of their first episodes because I... You know... You know, like when you discover a new podcast and you listen to some of the new ones and then after a bit you're like, oh, should we, should we like turn this up or not? Should we go steady? And then you like start listening from the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've just gotten to that with them and I'm listening from the beginning. Um, and they, one of their first episodes was about the KPG extinction, a.k.a. the extinction that um, wiped out the dinosaurs and everything. Super, super interesting because um, uh, there's like not only did like a massive asteroid hit the Earth, but there was also this thing happening where basically a bunch of volcanoes in India were just fucking the world up for like 300,000 years. So it's like oh. kind of a, um, uh, a a double effect of both of them. Wow. Yeah. It just seems mad, doesn't it? Like, mm. um, Like that summer... Was it in the 19th century? The one where, like, Byron and Shelley and Keats oh, and yeah. stuff, all that, that, there, was, there was that ash cloud and there was basically no summer for two years because... There's like, a good episode the of Lawmen about that. All fucked up. Yeah. It's, like, partly why gothic stuff became so big then because everybody was just like, ugh, this is Gloomsville. Yeah, there's a great episode of Lawmen where they talk about that. Another lovely redhead, Alistair uh, Beckett King. Yeah. 
He's funny, he man. He's very funny. Spooktacularly funny. Yeah. All year round. They did an episode of Common Descent um, about the evolution of flight. That's a crazy thing, right? So there's only like four things in all of nature that have ever worked out how to fly. It's only happened four times, but it is so useful once you work out how to do it that all of these things have then become massive. One of which, uh, can you name them? Birds? Yep. Pterodactyls? Yep, pterosaurs. Insects? Yep. Hmm, what else can fly? I'm being a dum-dum. Uh, not necessarily. They're around today, though. You've seen them. In the night. Uh, bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much interesting stuff about this. We don't really know how any of these things happened. We especially have really shit um, uh, fossil records for bats. Like, we don't even know, like, what early bats looked like. They just appear in the fossil record fully formed bats, basically. Maybe they came from outer space. No, because they're mammals. Um, birds no, you also... could have mammals in space. Edit break. Um the other thing why, that I, why have you done an edit break? Why would there be mammals in space? What are you talking Why couldn't about? there be? Because they need oxygen. Maybe there's oxygen on other planets. No. Are you saying bats are aliens? They could be. If they just appeared in the fossil records, why couldn't that be a hypothesis? Because they have the exact same molecular structure as everything else. Still possible. It's not. It is. It's not. Everything is possible. That's not true. That is anyway, true. Um, pterosaurs, we don't even know how they took off. Like, we know Maybe what they... they just never landed. Well, they must have for, like, you know, eggs and that. But, like, yeah... Maybe we... they hatched them in the air. They must have taken off at some point. No. But, like, how weird is that? That we, like, we know about all these different species of a flying thing. They got fucking huge. Like, there's some pterosaurs that are, like, as big as giraffes. What do you mean we don't know how they took off? Why didn't they just flap and take off? Because, like, like, they, like literally, like, some of them were the size of giraffes. We, like, mathematically, yeah, they that's... they have big wings to just counteract the fact that they're big bodies? Yeah, but then you need huge muscles to flap those wings, and then you get really heavy, and then it's, it gets harder and harder. Like, the, the math, there's mathematics to flight. Yeah, but bumblebees in it. Well, that's the other thing I learned about how insects fly. So insects don't have, like, muscles or whatever that, like, flap their wings. What they... <laughs> their wings are just, like, on the outside of their bodies. And then they basically just shake their bodies and then their wings... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, super interesting. And there's loads of reasons why, um, uh, like, the fossil record of um, a lot of these early flyers is really um, bad. Chiefly, or, like, one of the chief uh, reasons... That's um, a good because... word to use, Ron. I like that, chiefly. That's very Oh, I like chiefly as well. Have you just added um, that to your repertoire of words? Chiefly. No, I don't know where that came from. I'm just talking chief really passionately them. about something because I find it really interesting. I was saying the other day to a friend of the podcast, Noah, that I think if I had my time again, I might do paleontology. Oh, my God, you're such a Ross. Yes. Mm, I find oh, it really interesting. Ronts. But obviously, like, birds and bats and that, they have, like, really twiggy, hollow bones that just don't fossilise good. 
So... Oh, that's why they're not in the fossil record. Yeah, and bats, because they live in forests, they don't tend to land in water, which it turns out is like a big thing for fossilization, because then you get like covered up by dirt really quickly and then you fossilize. Oh. I'm learning so much, man. From this other podcast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, if you don't think you can cope with that level of uh, science and you need it filtered through uh, Dum Dum and the guy listening to it, come here to Lex Education. Our podcast is funnier. Yeah. Hun- honey peanuts. And um, casualer, you know? We never oh, set out casual. to be a science podcast. Oh, and more varied, because we do all the sciences. They just talk about this one thing. How can there be enough of it to do every... How often do they put them out? Every two weeks for the last that six years. They're going to run out. No, because they, they will do, like, an episode just on, like, crocodiles or um, on, like, iguanodons and, like, things like that. Crocodiles are one of those animals that stress me out a bit because I'm so used to having a human body that the thought of having such unbendy lips makes me feel a bit stressed no word in that sentence followed on from the one before i had no idea where that was going (laughs) they're so like i don't know like a rubber toy and i just think god that must be so stressful not having lips and a mouth that is like a human one big debate on whether Tyrannosaurus had lips like sexy lips like Lisa Rinna what do you mean um, have yeah lips? bit whether it had lips or not everything has lips lips is just the end of your mouth hole well no for example crocodiles don't have lips well they still have lips don't they they're just not lips like our lips they're just no, they like the lips. edge of the mouth yeah yeah no yeah. like no, it goes straight from teeth into head. Like Hang on, lips I need to is look this. At a crocodile. Lips is this. <laughs> I know what my lips are. Oh no, yeah. But then it, what what the edge of its mouth surely that's its lips, isn't it? I'm looking at a crocodile picture now and yeah, its teeth no, come that's out. No, it's its mouth. <laughs> what's the difference? What's yeah. the difference? So that's mouth just and its mouth. It doesn't it doesn't have lips. We well, see that lips are flaps. That cover your teeth. Oh. Okay. It doesn't have them. I want to get lip fillers. I think I look a bit like a crocodile sometimes. No. Anyway, um... It says again in from the syllabus verbatim, Laura, the problems caused by increased levels of air pollutants require scientists and engineers to develop solutions that help to reduce the impact of human activity. What does that mean? We're sorting out climate change, but we're not. That kind of thing. Uh, I think scientists and engineers are sorting out climate change. Some of them. Well, are they, though? Like, are they actually going to get it done or...? Like, let's not blame scientists uh, in in what's going on at the moment. Laura, what are you doing? Why are you not focused? You're looking well, at pictures because, of crop lips. Yeah, sorry. I just, I quickly checked something, which I know I shouldn't have been because we were having a conversation. But I literally, I've just stuck a picture up that just says, as my slinky tour 
Tickets are on sale tomorrow. And someone's already commented, will there be any more dates, added Laura? Disappointed not to see a West Midlands venue. You haven't seen any fucking venues yet, mate. I haven't released the dates. What a fucking idiot. Say that to the... <laughs> don't come. I don't think you can cope with the level of intellect in the jokes. I could tell all of my stupidest jokes and you'd struggle if you've looked at this picture with no tour dates on it and said disappointed not to see a West Midlands venue. I would say I was going to do a full weekend run at Wolverhampton, but you seem like a thundering cunt and I'm not going to anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. Put down the the anger portal. <sighs> yeah, sorry. Okay. Um So, first thing that we're going to tackle in the chemistry of the atmosphere, Laura, surprise, surprise is what the chemistry of the atmosphere is, right? Okay. Mostly nitrogen. Uh yeah, do you know how much of it's nitrogen? 98%. Not quite that much, about 80%. Oh, okay. Pretty close, though. Ding! Um, I'm just going to say ding there, because we won't be doing a quiz today, because we just won't, will we? No, no. No, This is kind of my dream podcast, just doing it all in a one Yeah, I mean, if only we went back in time and changed all of our plans. Um, 80% nitrogen. Okay. What else? Oxygen. Yep. Carbon dioxide. Yep. About 20% of it is oxygen, so everything else is really small proportions. Carbon dioxide. Yep, that's one. Anything else? Helium. Yep, noble gases. There's um, lots of other different types in the atmosphere. Yeah, okay. Anything else? Rubble. Space dust. No, that's outside the atmosphere. O2? That's oxygen. Oh. Ozone? Uh, yep, that's in the atmosphere. Smells like the sea. You told me that. Do you know what ozone is chemically? No. It's O3. It's three oxygens. Oh. Anything else? Talk, thinking of the sea? Water? Yeah, water vapour. Yeah. Mmm, a lot more now, and it all smells like cherries. Mmm. So the Earth has been this way, Laura. Mm-hmm. About 200 million years. Why stop doing other things? I'm not. I'm writing down 200 million years. Oh, I could hear you typing. could see you clicking. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that anymore, though. So, shut no. your mouth. Now you're going back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back to you. You're on here. Okay. Um, right. Let's do. Let's do one more bit, and then let's do the outro. Okay. Okay. I'm having a good time. I'm having a lovely time. Yeah, but Laura, we've already been chatting for forty-six minutes, man. Forty-one minutes. Forty-one minutes. Uh, yeah. So we'll do one more bit, and then we'll have the outro. Okay. Yeah, that would take us to like fifty-five minutes. Have you got loads to say in the outro? Oh, no, but we'll just have a nice chat. I'm. Oh, just we've sit. been having a nice chat through the whole thing, Ron. I don't know why you think we've done, like, 30 minutes of solid science and now we desperately need to get we back to We did the- 30 minutes of solid <laughs> science and you fucking deleted it. <laughs> Look, 
Accidentally. <laughs> Never said it was on purpose. It'd be so weird to do that on purpose. It's a way to get you to spend more time with me, though. No, <laughs> you every episode twice. <laughs> It's not. It just makes us more feverish and stressed. Yeah. It gave me a bit longer to put my Valentine's Day list together, though. Yeah, I need to do that. We're doing that on Sunday, are we? Yes. Yeah. So what happened 200 million years ago? How long ago is that? What are we talking? Uh, Dinosaurs still had about 135 million years left in, in them. And that's when the atmosphere started to turn into what we know it is now roughly yeah how can we possibly know that be uh, geology mainly so the rocks of the earth are obviously in different strata and we can tell from that by the gases absorbed in them i think it's by the gases that i've pulled out my ass i know it's by geology but yeah mm, okay all right then okay so was there an event then that made it change to be like this uh don't say really in the syllabus. Huh. Um, Let's say yes. Yeah. So there are different things that obviously affect the way that the atmosphere is. Volcanoes, you've already said, they kick out different gases and stuff. And um, the world has gone through periods of intense uh, Vulcan episodes um, that have a decided effect on on life there. What makes the volcanoes kick off then? What affects the inside of the Earth to make them go or not go? I imagine it's to do with the topography above them, like how easy shit can burst out of it, and then also, like, there's different currents and stuff going on underneath the surface. But, like, we're talking, like, the scale of, like, tens to hundreds of thousands of years. Because the Earth is old, man. It's, like, 4.6 billion years old. Um, There's only been, like, life, like... Life has been around for a lot longer, but in terms of, like, multicellular life, I think it's, like, 400 million years. Um, And then, yeah, like, dinosaurs up until 65 million years ago and everything else since then. It's wild, isn't it? It's so much time. And we're not even sure it's been that much time. It's all guesswork. It's not all guesswork. There's no way you could know that. There, There are ways you can know that. How can you know that? How can you know what? Anything. It's not that hard to work out when things happened. What, when the Earth started? Yeah. How, how do you know? Maths and physics. Yeah, I don't believe in either of these. <laughs> so, like, for example, like, do you know how carbon dating works? Yeah, you get two carbons and you say, are you both into sexy movies? And they both say yes. And you say, do you live geographically close enough to each other that that you could see each other two or three times a week until your bodies told you you loved each other? And they go, yeah, I guess we do. And then they go, oh, do you have any majorly opposing views on any of the big things? And they go, no, not really. And then they kiss and then they love each other. The first question, if you were setting two people up, is like, do you both like porno? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Why is that the first thing you said? <laughs> I didn't mean sexy movies to be porno. I meant like while you were sleeping. It's not a sexy movie. Miss Congeniality. That's a sexy movie. I just meant that sort of thing. Just Sandra porn. Bullock films. I love Sandra Bullock films. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yeah. Sandra, yeah. Um, Sandy B. I firmly believe I could be friends with Sandy B if she knew me. 
Maybe she listens. If you listen, Sandra, join the Patreon. You can afford it. How weird would that be? Do you know what I think I'd find weirdest with her? It's calling her Sandra. She, she doesn't feel like she can be called Sandra. Well, you have to call her Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra yeah. Bullock, yeah. Do you think she gets called Sandy? Sandra. Is there another famous Sandra? No, I was thinking of my friend Sandra, but she's not famous. I just know her. Sandra and lips. Those are two things I've said too many times in this podcast and they've started to lose all meaning. Yeah, but I think that kind of goes for a lot of things. Like, can you imagine just calling George Clooney George? Hi, George. George. Yeah, but that is George. Yeah, I can. I can be okay with that. Oh, really? Sandra is such a, like... I don't know, auntie from Huddersfield name, Sandra. Mm. It feels like it should be short for something, Sandra. Do you just look at a baby and call it Sandra? It feels like it should be short for Sandringham or something, you know? I don't think about Sandra Bullock that much, I think. <laughs> I do. I think I think about her every day. I'd say it's probably been maybe six weeks since I thought about Sandra Bullock. What do you reckon you were thinking about her six weeks ago for? Uh, probably Miss Congeniality 2 mm, Good film I think I saw that on Twitter Hey Ron Yeah The day we're recording this Ten months to go until the next advent calendar Whoa Started saving up <laughs> How much are you going to spend this time? <laughs> Less than last year Although I'm really enjoying all my products So Yeah Well you should maybe try and like track how much you're saving on not buying various products yeah. yeah, I won't. No, no, I won't either. I might promise to, but I won't. Is there any more on this things that change the Earth's atmosphere makeup? Because I've just written the word volcanoes and then we got distracted. Oh, yeah, well, where does the oxygen come from? Trees. Plants. Yeah. So that changes the atmosphere, I'll don't write it? down plants, yeah, okay? Plants. That's about it, really. You're really not into this subject, are you? I haven't read through it because I didn't know what we were doing today. No. Okay, fair enough. Well, look, we've done some science there. That's all very well and good. And my stomach's going to start rumbling audibly soon. So it's sort of all right if we if we go. Well, we can do the outro now. Okay. I never remember how the music goes. Dum 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 <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> no, that's a different song. What is that? Dum, dum, da, 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 boom. Uh, is that Nature Boy from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack? I don't know, Ron, but that's how it sounds to me in my head. Oh, so you've just listened back to that episode, Ron. How did you feel about it, listening back? What a lovely edit. Yeah, so many I, sound effects. Meow. That's not one for the fans. That's one for everyone. That's that's just that's one for everybody in the room. Hey you, hey you, it's for you. Me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, titles that it could have been were Sandra and Lips. Sandra and Lips. Um, we don't. We normally do this for last week's episode, Ron. Oh, we, we should done that do that. For to be fair. No, I put them online now. I do it on oh, social do you? media. Yeah, in lieu of you putting those fucking videos out, I use the titles to try and lure people to listen. Okay, that seems good. I wish you'd check the Instagram occasionally. I don't go on Instagram. 
You should. We Why? have an Instagram account. But you, you go on there, like, yeah, for fun. Yeah, I have to do so much work because you don't. But I go on Twitter for fun. So I check that. You don't that. post our stuff there. I reply to stuff. I I yeah. I posted post on that. The videos there. I posted. Post the videos. I posted. Release <laughs> the videos. Release the videos, Ron. <laughs> Not my president. Release the videos. I I posted on that Specsavers thing that I sent to you yesterday. Cool. So your idea of doing the social media promotion for our podcast is to reply to Specsavers from your own account. No, I did that on the Lex Education account. <laughs> cool. Engaging with Sex in the City content via Specsavers. Oh, that was that so dog shit, though. Definitely the way to engage was... people to listen to our podcast. Let me just check the analytics today and see if there was a spike of listeners yesterday. I've been getting loads of followers on my personal one recently. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Can you get them to download the podcast, please? <laughs> Since I stopped retweeting all the Lex Education <gasps> stuff. Should we just start recording them and not even putting them out? It feels like maybe that's the answer. No, Kaz and the gang, they'd be well sad. It's just <laughs> no one else is turning up ever. We've got moderators now in the Discord, Ron. Yeah, Mystic. Thank you. And, and Kesar? I don't know how to pronounce that one. Yeah. Don't call them that one. <laughs> Their name. <laughs> anyway, send some tea towel pictures in, you bitches. I want to start seeing those. We've not got enough yet. Yeah. Um, also, send us money for pictures. the tea towel. Um, well, we haven't worked that out yet. P.O. Box Patreon. 89. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. Get tickets for the Leicester show. Yeah. Buy tickets for my tour. Give us a review. Follow Ron on Twitter. At Ron Pease. Yeah. Don't follow Laura. Follow Laura on Instagram. I don't want to be on Twitter anymore. Um, I need to go and have some food now, Ron. That's fine. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. <laughs>